are listening to Radio Influence. Initiate procedure. Okay, the MJ Radio Network. We are go. Stand by for the MJ Morning Show. This is MJ Morning Show podcast breaking news. Welcome everyone to the 43rd episode of the MJ Morning Show podcast. And when I say we've got breaking news... Wow. Yep, we got breaking news. How big does that sound, Froggy? Does that sound pretty damn big or what? It sounds big and annoying at the same time. Do you prefer that one? The old NBC special alert from 1977? Is that a xylophone? I don't know what the hell this thing is, but this is also pretty damn annoying as well. But... Ladies and gentlemen, yes, this episode is called MJ Breaking News, and this is MJ Breaking News. We have a huge announcement to make. We're recording this on Monday night. In fact, it is just before the puck drop for the lightning. Uh, what time is it? Oh, sh- look at this. It's uh, 10 to 8. What time is puck drop? About 8.20? I don't so know. That sounds about right. All right yeah, well, it's about 8, 30 and 20. Maybe we ought to make this a fast 30-minute podcast then, but we're recording <laughs> this on Monday night. The Lightning hopefully will wrap it up tonight, and it doesn't go to a Game 7. That would be a son-of-a-bitch moment. I, Michelle and I were with friends. I, I guess I can drop the. Uh, I guess I can drop some names here. Right? right, right? Uh, are you going to name drop? Should, should I name drop? So on Saturday night, we had dinner with... Oh, my God. The Brady's? No, we we didn't. <laughs> Tom and Giselle. No. Oh man, no. I love Tom. No, we we were not with Tom and Giselle. Oh my God, the Gronkowskis. No, we were we were not with the Gronkowskis. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry to disappoint, but we were socially. Yes, Michelle. We were with Tampa Bay royalty. <laughs> You so, went out with Jack Harris. <laughs> all right, so here's the deal. Saturday night. We were socially distanced outside on the back deck of Kelly Ring's house. Kelly from Fox 13 and Paul Delegato was there with his wife. So we all we had, we had dinner outside. We were watching the hockey game all socially distanced, six feet apart. We got masks on and uh, we were at Kelly Ring's house with, with Paul Delegato. And we were all bummed out that the lightning didn't put it away on Saturday night. So here we are. It's Monday. We've got huge breaking news here on the MJ Morning Show podcast. Uh, how do I how do I get into this? Uh, so it's Monday night. This will drop on Tuesday. And I'm giving our podcast listeners a special exclusive one-day head start. And in fact, the plan is to make the big announcement officially across all of Tampa Bay on Wednesday morning. Uh, you know what, guys? Let me just jump in and, and, and say what's going on. Uh, yeah, we've had a lot of fun with the MJ Morning Show podcast. And, well, we are going to end it. Uh, it is official. The MJ Morning Show podcast is going to end. However, you have asked for the MJ Morning Show five days a week. And for those that have wished that, your dream, your wish is coming true. 
because we have signed a deal with Beasley Media Group, we are returning to Tampa Bay FM Airwaves five days a week, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. The MJ Morning Show is coming to Q105, the legendary WRBQ Tampa Bay Q105, the MJ Morning Show is coming back, baby, like we never left. Holy crap. Oh, my God. Hey, Fester, can you believe this? Can you believe this? It is amazing. It really is. You know what? MJ, there's so many people I'm grateful to for putting this together. Yeah, Mainly you. Listen, thank (laughs) you for never giving up on us, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Froggy, what do you have to say that we're coming back? I just want to say that you guys should be thanking me <laughs> for recommending this podcast going weekly instead of a little reunion podcast. Therefore, we got a little momentum going, and this is what happened. So I'll take my uh, – or your thank yous. Go ahead. All right, Froggy. Thank, thank you. Froggy did push a bit. Yeah, listen, we've had hundreds of thousands of downloads. This has really caught on. Uh, this has become – a must-listen podcast for so many people. It has had a remarkable run. We started this podcast. The first episode was October 23rd of last year. We were doing it just bi-weekly at first. We did a reunion podcast. Response was great. Then we did bi-weekly every two weeks. And then, uh, what, around January 1st of 2020, before 2020 went into the shitter. By the way, I can say shitter now on the podcast. I'm not going to be able to say that on Q105. Although, listen, right. we're, we're family friendly. We don't curse much anyway. It's just not what we do. But remember, we went to weekly in early January, and that was, uh, what, uh, about a month before COVID went nuts over in China, then started to infect the rest of the world. And, of course, you know, we went to hell in a handbasket here in the U.S. in, what, early March, mid-March? That's when things like started. St. Patrick's Day was like, Ground zero for uh, coronavirus. Jeez. Oh, anyway, uh, folks, so our podcast is now going to transform to five days a week. The MJ Morning Show, 6 to 10 a.m. on Q105 in Tampa. And, of course, Q105 is 104.7 FM. So, remember, do I need to tell everyone knows that Q105 is 104.7 FM. But just for those that don't know, Q105 is 104.7 FM, we have a tentative start date for Monday, October 5th. Uh, That could fluctuate if all the logistics are not cleared. It could be pushed off a couple of days. But right now, we're shooting from one week from today, Monday. We're recording this, and of course, this will be released on Tuesday morning. So we're shooting for Monday, October 5th, less than a week if you're listening to the podcast on Q105, 104.7 FM in Tampa. Guys, we're about to really pick up where we left off. Fester's excited. Froggy's excited. I'm excited. Let me also make a special mention, joining the MJ Morning Show for the very first time. Of course, we had Meredith on the show, and Meredith, who was on the podcast, Meredith is working with Orlando over on Wild. And Meredith is doing a phenomenal job, so I wouldn't even try to steal her back. So joining us, the the balancing, leveling female voice to keep our butts in line is going to be Roxanne Wilder, who is already at Q105, and I just think she's tremendous. 
I think that she can fill so much more of a, a bigger role on this show, and it's going to be awesome to have her. I've spoken to her. I've met her, and she is going to be an awesome compliment. The MJ Morning Show with MJ, Froggy, Fester, and Roxanne Wilder, and that's going to debut tentatively, uh, looks like, October 5th. Can I make my name Fester Wilder? Fester Wilder? Mm. That's a pretty cool. I think she's. I think she's great. Roxanne's a Roxanne's Fester fantastic. Fatter, Fester fatter. It's better. <laughs> so hey, Michelle. Michelle's here in the home studio as we record podcast episode number forty three. And folks are going to say, "Is that it for the podcast?" You know, I, I'm sure we're going to do a few more at least just to promote and make sure that the podcast audience knows that the show's back. But what this means is that we're going to podcast the radio show as well. So every day, we're going to have podcast content that's going to be from the morning show every single day. I'm sure we'll do some podcast-exclusive content as well. But we're going to have links and material. Just keep your eyes on mjmorningshow.com. Remember, mjmorningshow.com. Right now, it goes to the podcast page with all the platforms and all of the previous uh, 42, now 43 episodes Keep your eyes on mjmorningshow.com because that's going to be the official website of the morning show once we are live every day on Q105 Radio in Tampa Bay. So mjmorningshow.com, that's mjmorningshow.com. Of course, you're going to be able to go to the website and stream. You'll be able to ask your smart speaker like Alexa or Google or whatever the hell you might have to play the MJ Morning Show wherever you are in the area, wherever you are in the country, around the planet. So there are going to be so many ways to listen to the new MJ Morning Show podcast. Hey, lovely wife, Michelle, what are your thoughts about the MJ Morning Show coming back on Q105? Don't wake me up before you go to work in the morning. Yeah, right. Uh, it's kind she's of like, you know. To, she's probably just happy to get you out of the house every morning. <laughs> Finally. Well, and then, uh, yeah, so you know what? It would be nice to have a little peace and quiet in the morning as long as you don't wake me up before you go. All right, but we're going to talk on the air. Clearly, I sense you and Roxanne ganging up against me and Froggy and Fester on a fairly regular basis. Oh, I think so. I think I think she and I are a great team. Yeah, I think it's going to be great, man. I'm so excited. Uh, but you want to hear something funny, guys? We only have one car because we were in New York and we only had one car. We don't need a second car. At least in New York, we didn't need one. And Chloe and Julian, they didn't learn how to drive because we were in freaking Manhattan. So they don't have cars. I don't have a car. So technically the SUV is Michelle's car. I'm going to have to use Michelle's car to get to work. I haven't purchased another. Michelle, you think we can get by with one car? Well, during the COVID times, I think possibly because I am not going anywhere. So, you know, why do we need a second car? I don't have to be anywhere while you're away with a car. Dude, you guys, you guys are overthinking it. Listen, it's Mitsubishi Madness Month right now. The cash <laughs> is on the dash in all the 2020s. You guys can get a sweet deal. Why aren't you pushing RVs on them, you stupid? You sell RVs. You know, I, yeah, listen. That was always my joke car commercial line because I just remember years ago, there was a, a commercial production house out of Miami, I think. I think it was the old, was it Scott W. Walker? He used to be on Y100 in Miami, and then he started doing car commercials. And one of the spots that I used to love is, the cash is on the dash! And the, the, those were those commercials, kind of like those breakthrough car commercials, where they were kind of yelling 
and getting all excited. And those were like back in the, what, the late 80s into like the early 90s. So that's where the cash is on the dash. Well, at, at this point, we only have one dash to have the cash on, Fester. Well, listen, if you need a, if you like, if you like, if, if, if you're in a pinch, I can pick you up on the way to work in the Lincoln. Don't offer that. He's going to take that up every day. That's awesome. Listen, we have the windows down. We're going to be smoking cigars on the Howard Franklin Bridge. It's going to be great. Michelle, are you happy that we're relaunching the MJ Morning Show? Uh, let's be honest. I love the MJ Morning Show. We did end it in 2012. I feel like a piece of my broadcast life and a large part of my enjoyment on radio was missing. And I think as time went on without the MJ Morning Show, it was kind of bothering me that I, I missed this radio show. I missed the content, just the fun, the lifestyle. Now I just feel like we're on the road to like a, a new fulfillment. Was that a question? I'll take that as a way of saying that he missed me and Fester a whole lot. <laughs> exactly. Really? And I wish yeah. you would just admit it instead of saying you missed the show. Me and Fester and you are the show. So you missed us, right? Right. Right. Yeah, yeah I, mi- I missed so. everything. I missed everything about the program. <laughs> missed you guys. Uh, you know, I missed having Michelle on. In answer to the question I think you asked, am I happy? Yes, I'm extremely happy for you because I think that you truly do enjoy doing morning radio. And there are so many times when you'd be, you know, prepping for your schnitt show and there's just all this great content on it. You're like, oh, man, that's great morning show content or, you know, some uh, quite honestly, you still have the morning show energy. I mean, you're still up yeah. early most mornings, except for COVID times when we were staying up until 6 a.m. binge watching. But other than that, you are a morning person. You get up, you're ready to go. And I'm like, get back in bed. <laughs> so, yes, I'm happy because now you'll have something that I think fulfills you, um, you know. I think the dogs, we have two new Jack Russells. We've got the fabulous Scout and the crazy Gatsby. You might hear them barking in the background. They're, I think, also very excited. That's. Do you want to see what they're yes. barking about? G- Gatsby's barking out there. He's probably barking at his own shadow. You think so? <laughs> yes. Right, Scout's see. sleeping right here. Oh, 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 Scout. Gatsby, come here. Gatsby. Guys, Gatsby, come on. an intruder yeah. or something. Yeah, I mean, the dog could actually be protecting the house. <laughs> yeah, somebody, somebody <laughs> could have. You're right. Somebody could have broken in right now. We're about to get axe murdered in the MJ Morning Show podcast studio office. <laughs> were you doing OJ noises? Oh, I wasn't thinking they were OJ noises. I thought those were the psycho noises. No, they are the, the psycho noise. <laughs> okay. yeah. But remember, OJ, we have that old audio bite of OJ going, key, 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 and he's doing yeah. a stabbing moment. MJ lives through what his old audio clips were labeled. So that was labeled <laughs> exactly. OJ stabbing. <laughs> Froggy, you are so right. Sound effects guy, I know. <laughs> oh my God, that is so right. All right. I'm so excited, guys. The MJ Morning Show coming back five days a week, 6 to 10 a.m. on Q105 Radio, 104.7 FM in Tampa Bay. Those that are listening in St. Louis, Jacksonville, all around the planet, wherever you're listening to the podcast, you're going to be able to listen to the show live. The morning show will be streaming live 6 to 10 a.m. when we begin. And, of course, just go to mjmorningshow.com, and that'll have all the information. And then we're going to be podcasting segments every day, so you're going to have a daily fix, whether you catch us live, catch the podcast replay. Do you remember, MJ, when we went to the Jenny Jones show? Yeah, yeah, of course. Then we did two shows in Chicago. So we were in a Chicago studio, and it was you, me, and BJ. Right. Right. And we're in, we're inside this radio station 
And across the hall was like the Chicago news station. And it, was, it felt like a big city radio station. Yep. And the guy walks in right before his show starts and his producer hands him the stack of papers. He had absolutely no preparation, right? <laughs> no, he, he didn't know anything that was going on. His producer just handed him his right. whole show and he probably started reading page one and finished on page 50. Right. That was his show. And you saw that. And I saw that. And you looked at me and you said, that will never be me. And you do more, you do more show prep than anybody on your program. Oh my God. I would have said, now that's the way to do it, boys. (laughs) (laughs) That'll never be me. I'm always going to do my own show prep. And we were in Chicago because we were nominated. This is back in the late nineties. And we got nominated as like one of the best morning shows in America. And Jenny Jones, when she was doing our talk show, uh, out of Chicago, and it was a nationally syndicated show on, I don't know, like 300 television stations. They did a, a radio week with the best radio morning shows in America, and we got just a tremendous amount of votes, and we were called to Chicago. We were on the show, so that's why we were in uh, Chicago for that. I remember that. We brought the Jesus pipe. Oh, that's right. <laughs> if you want to see this, if you want to see how young and how much thinner I looked, uh, if you want to see the video and also see BJ, it's on YouTube. You can go to YouTube and just type in MJ and BJ Jenny Jones show and find this old tape that we're talking about. Also, if you want to see the correct way to rock a tucked in shirt into jean shorts, <laughs> MJ will show you how to do that in that video. As well. <laughs> Froggy, it is so great to see that you have not lost your obnoxious, sarcastic, biting flair. Are you kidding me? It's it's it's. Out of control now that we're going to be back on the air. It's oh, out man. of control. I cannot wait. And uh, Tampa Bay, we are here to broadcast, entertain you, community involvement. It's really going to be a rebirth. It's a renaissance. It's the triumphant return of the MJ Morning Show, the relaunch of the program. So, folks, again, spread the word. Tell everyone you know that the MJ Morning Show is coming back. On Q105, the air date looks like October 5th. It, it could be a few days later, but right now it looks like Monday, October 5th, Q105, 104.7 FM in Tampa Bay, 6 to 10 a.m. And, of course, MJMorningShow.com is going to be where the links are going to be to listen live. Uh, also, uh, it's going to be on the iHeartRadio app. So even though it's not an iHeart station, Beasley Media Group, they have a deal where the Beasley stations are on the iHeartRadio app. So you're going to be able to listen on Q105 Tampa Bay on the iHeartRadio app. Great. Hey, Froggy, how's your kid? Your, your kid cracked his head open and you wouldn't take the kid to the hospital? What, what the hell happened? Listen, my kid split his head open. And he was doing flips on the bed. <laughs> and uh, and I, what's funny is I showed Jeez. you guys the video of him doing flips like the week earlier. And he was doing the same flips. He, he fell off, busted his head. And, you know, it was a tough situation because I'm sitting there thinking to myself, okay, my kid's head is split open. I mean, not split open, but there's a he had a good gash on the front of his forehead. Do I risk the kid having a scar? Well, not a big deal. Or do I take him to the hospital and get COVID? Is it of your... Of course not. Oh, wait a minute. Is it your opinion that he probably needed stitches? Guys, did you see the picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. MJ, he probably could have used stitches. It was like a a solid inch on a five-year-old's <laughs> head. The, where? Where on his head? Right between his eyes, right, right, right in the, the middle of his eyebrows. Guys, is he got gonna... Harry Pottered. 
hold on. Is it going to be a, a scar situation? Because sometimes you got to go to a, an ER and then you need a plastic surgeon to do the stitches right. So, no, no, no. He's going to, MJ, here's a picture, okay? I'm going to put it right up to the. Right. Okay, so there you go. Oh, my God. It looks, like Char- it looks like Charlie Manson was carving something in his forehead. And got distracted. <laughs> He's just like a straight line. So, no, I said, listen, we, we can't take him to the hospital. We, we used a little glue. Um, <laughs> what? what is it? Uh, gorilla? Crazy glue? Gorilla? Yeah, crazy glue. <laughs> Did the big gorilla come out from gorilla glue commercials and, <laughs> and hand, <laughs> hand you the bottle was, of glue? He was screaming <laughs> because it, I guess apparently it burned a little bit. But yeah, I'll tell you what, burns. <laughs> it is healing perfectly. Wait, wait, you crazy? So you guys would have gone to the hospital, really? You, you crazy glued his cut closed? Uh, yes, yeah. Actually, Kim did. Kim did because he he didn't want me to do it. Kim has more of a delicate touch. I was in charge of <laughs> what blowing cold air on the wound. <laughs> How deep was it? Well, wait, wait a sec. So wait a minute. You're blowing cold air and saliva into his laceration. Yeah, that sounds not that saliva, sounds that but, sounds pretty freaking sterile. No, even your the spittle is coming out. There's no, you've got stuff coming out of your mouth that's little droplets, which we all have to be worried about droplets with COVID nineteen. So you're blowing potential bacterial infectious material into his cut into MJ, his. I didn't go like this. Hang on, let me blow cold air. <laughs> Oh, no, <laughs> it was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, There's no spit, you know, anything to keep the kid chilled out. And we tried to, you know, when you get a cut, you try to open it up a little bit to look and see how deep and it was impossible with a five-year-old. So I made the judgment. Listen, let's turn on Grand Theft Auto. Let him play it. <laughs> calm him down because I couldn't get him to stop crying. That's the only thing I could get him to stop crying was let him play GTA. We glued it shut. He's, a, he's got a little bruising going on right now. But other than that, it looks like it's healing pretty well. Holy God. Oh, by the way, Fester, I did find that sound effect. Remember the remember the remember the guy Matt the witness. Matt the witness. What a story. Holy God. <laughs> Jesus, Fester, you almost died with didn't you almost die in that wreck? Matt the witness. I thought Fester was gonna sue me. Because I had him delivering an old radio to my house. <laughs> I, Is that I, what you were doing? I, I, yeah, I, I, was on, I, I was on a Himes. I swear, I thought that Fester was going to sue me. I called Michelle. I said, hey, Michelle, Fester might sue us. He just got into an accident because I had him on a personal run. What happened was <laughs> I found this really, really tough-to-find antique radio, uh, a console model. I had it shipped to the radio station. So I couldn't get it into the back of my car. So Fester was dropping off the big box to my house. And I used to live off of Himes near the YMCA in South Tampa. And after Fester had dropped the box off at the house, he was heading back to the station. And Fester, what happened? I was in the right lane and a school bus was in the left lane. And then this crazy school bus driver just made a 45-degree turn right in front of me to swing it wide to go into the YMCA. I hit the side of the bus, plow the curb, and smash right into a tree. So <laughs> I remember watching the – I was with my parents that night watching the news because I was on the show, and I see a story come up in the Fester's in a neck break <laughs> interview. I'm like, what the hell is Fester on the news for? Well, Fox 13 comes out, and they're shooting video of me on a gurney. <laughs> 
celebrity radio fat man in accident. <laughs> and you didn't have your seatbelt on, did you? I you, did not have my seatbelt on. Moron. And the EMT said, because yeah. I am so fat, when the airbag deployed, there was a very, very small range of motion. And that's why I was fine. I wasn't injured. Oh, great. You, you were your own airbag. You, yes. you were... Yes. <laughs> 350 pounds in the front seat of an F-150. And uh, the airbag goes off. Nobody's moving. Right, hold on. I want to talk about the details of the crash. I wasn't even planning this. It's just when I said, holy God... If you remember, Matt, the witness, he witnessed what happened, and he called the show the next day because he witnessed the crash, and he was like, and then I saw the school bus knock into the Fester's pickup, and I went like, holy God, and then we ended up isolating (laughs) his holy God. We used that over and over again, and folks, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to hear that over and over again as soon as I can find it again on Q. On Q. God. Q. Can I say the call letters, please? On Q105. Sorry. You're not going to say it like I, that every time, are no, you? No, I'm not. Okay. I could picture that sound bite in my head just, holy God. It was a great sound bite. All right, Fester, be honest with me. Yes. I always had a suspicion that. You weren't telling the whole story that you had more fault than you admitted. Clearly, the statute of limitations is way past. Is, is that story exactly as told? Be honest. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I've told the same story for 20 years. I know, but Look, you, you can tell the well, same lie. We the truth, right. Was, that, Look, was that the truth? There's no, no wavering. The bus, see, what happened is, if the bus was in the lane that I was in, she could not have made that turn into the YMCA. So she had to be in the left lane and swing it out really wide to get that bus in there. You also took out some of the, like the telephone pole stumps. So in the YMC parking lot on Himes, I haven't been by there in a long time. So I don't know if they still have it. But in the south entrance, right? Yeah. The south entrance yeah. of the YMCA on Himes, they used to have like those almost like uh, dock pilings or, or a cutoff telephone pole, and they had railings, like wood railings. Did you smash one of those out as well? And then you then you ultimately you, you smashed into a tree, and you had that great like tree wedge in the middle of your, your F-150. I hit the curb, and the curb put my front two tires up, and then I hit the post, yeah, yeah. and that kind of acted as a ramp. <laughs> and that launched me into the tree. He went airborne like the Dukes of Hazard. It'd be great if you crashed right through a fruit stand. After all that, <laughs> <laughs> like an episode of Chips. That that would have been the greatest. And was that car fixed or was that F one fifty totaled? Oh no, no they, they totaled the red one. They totaled it out. They yeah. totaled it out. That was the black F one fifty. I remember that one. That was, that was my nice. first F. That was my my first new car. Matt, <laughs> Matt the witness. Holy God! You think he's still alive? No, he's dead. Oh, my God. He must have died 15 years ago. He was like 80 years old then. Oh, my God. Listen, he could be 95. He could still be. uh... Hey, Matt, if you're listening to the podcast right now, call the MJ Morning Show hotline at 813-467-6290 and give us a a new holy God. She'd be like, holy God. (laughs) 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 He was a great witness, though. This is pretty funny. (laughs) Fester texts me earlier. Speaking of vehicles and Fester's weight, Fester got shamed at a bike shop. Fester, do you want to tell the story? Yeah, we we are. We got to tell the story on the podcast. All right. So Fester's at a bike shop, 
And I, I got to know what's going on. Are you guys like looking to get new bikes to exercise and go for no, fam- I, I got a couple of friends at work, a couple of friends at work at that general RV and they're into biking, bicycling. Right. right? And I've never really been a big bicycler. I do not currently own a bicycle. And uh, I don't I haven't owned a bicycle since I, was, I haven't owned a bicycle since I was like twelve. So the guys are telling me that they from they they go from our house in North Tampa, they go for to, to Bayshore Boulevard, and they go on these nice 10, 15, 20, 30 mile trips around town and how I would love it. And I was like, Well, I don't have a bike. And he goes, Well, let's go. Well, you should go look for one. They you know, go to a bike store. Don't don't buy one online, just go to a bike store, talk to the person. So I go there, I'm telling the guy what I want to do, and he shows me a bike and he tells me how great it is. And it was a really nice bike and uh, probably six, $700. And I was kind of rubbing my neck thinking about getting it. And then right as he goes in for the clothes on me and he would have had me. Right. He's like, oh, sir, by the way, <laughs> how, how much do you weigh? And I'm like, I was like, oh, you know, I kind of make a joke. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm a lean 310 pounds. And then he's like, he does the takeaway. He's like, oh, no, no, no. This one's not for you, sir. Oh. Oh. So he, at the last moment, informed you that your weight could not be supported by the bike. Were we going to break the welds? Well, I, I, I talked to my guy. I go, did you just now think of this? Did I, what, did I not appear as large as I am when I walked in the door? And he's like, oh, no, sir, sir this bike has a 250-pound weight limit. <laughs> It doesn't have enough spokes in the wheel. <laughs> Come on. To support your weight, sir. Are you saying that if you sat on that bike and you use that bike, that the spokes would start like. Would, would start popping like that? Well, I asked him, I go, what's the bike made out of? He goes, oh, the bike's made of steel, sir. I go, so what, am I going to bend steel? He goes, well, probably not, but. You're definitely going to bend the tires. <laughs> Jesus. Well, hold on. No. It's not, not like you're a no, McGuire. Not, not bend the, the tires. No, book. no. Not bend the tires. You're going to bend the, the, rims. The, rim, the rim, the wheel, whatever it is. Yeah. Well, you said if you ever had an impact or something, this your overweight rating on this bike and that the spokes can't support your weight <laughs> at any time. It could go out from under you. So. So what the hell? <laughs> oh my. Guess, guess what, Froggy? That's right. Froggy, remember I'm, that? Oh, the McGuire twins. Are those the McGuire oh, twins? That's McGuire twins right there, oh, buddy. Froggy just bought. <laughs> that's the first thing I thought of. Oh man, that is such a blast from the past. Froggy just brought up the picture of those two twin brothers <laughs> that weighed like seven hundred pounds apiece, and they're riding little dirt bikes, and it looks like they're about to crush the frames. <laughs> into powder and hey froggy when I, i'll tell you right now when i was a kid when i was in third grade i was in mrs cohen's class at the george w miller elementary school in nanuet new york 50 blauvelt road 10954 uh, i used to i used to look at that all the time because mrs cohen had the guinness book of world records on the bookshelf in the classroom yeah. and we used to look at the picture of the the, the fat McGuire twins. Is it McGuire, right? The McGuire twins? Yes, the McGuire yeah. twins. So we yeah, used, they were wrestlers. I, how about that? I remember their names. So we used to look at that, and then also the really crazy tall guy was in there. Remember? Robert Wadlow. That was his name. Now, there <laughs> is Robert now, here's something Wadlow. crazy about that. Yeah. He is from East Alton, Illinois. Oh, yeah. That's where that punk was that was uh, harassing me. So he's oh, from East oh, Alton. Did we talk about that on a previous podcast? The guy out of East Alton, 
he uh, got busted by the feds years later. Like when we caught him, it wasn't enough of a, a wake-up call. He then got arrested and was charged with a federal crime. He's a felon now, that guy that was harassing me at my house uh, in South Tampa. Yeah. There is a life-size statue of Robert Wadlow. No, no, Robert Wadlow. There's a life-size statue of Wadlow and his chair in East Alton. You can take a picture next to it. You are correct. I was obsessed with those books. I I, I love those damn books. Where were we? We got sidetracked here. Uh, Fat Fat We're talking about Fat Fester getting a bike. The bike. All right, so what does he have for you? What what kind of a bike is going to support your 300 and what, what do you weigh, really? What is your weight right now? Probably three thirty-eight. Dude, you, you got hold on. You you got to lose some weight, or or else it's just going to be MJ Froggy and Roxanne here pretty soon. Okay. Look, first of all, I am putting on weight for our new radio show. <laughs> what, 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 okay. Why? Because you're getting to the age where the joke. You know, I'm worried about you, buddy. I don't want weight? you to be a Fester McGuire. Look, I'm going to sign the first endorsement with that. Uh, that doctor gets all the fat radio DJ skinny. Hey, body solution. Hey, Froggy, <laughs> what was the other Guinness Book of World Records thing? He was so fat, he had to be buried in a piano case. Remember that? <laughs> that was that was actual text in the Guinness Book of World Records. Was that one of the McGuire twins, or was that another fat guy? No, that no, was that, that other that was, single. That was that one guy who was like the size of like a bed. Yeah, I think There's it's McGuire hold on, I, hold twins. On, hold on, man, Froggy, look that up. I think his okay. name was like Graves or something. Believe it or not, the McGuire. Yeah. Twins were the fattest twins. twins. Right, right, right. All right. So Graves was the fattest man. He's I, I, like the size of both the Maguire. I, I twins. don't know if it was Graves. I, I might be wrong. But Fester, look up Guinness Book of World Records and the old picture of the guy and try and find the text. He was so heavy that he had to be buried in a piano case. That was like virtually the copy that was in the Guinness Book. And <laughs> and these days, that's like politically incorrect and they, they couldn't do it and people would complain. Uh, did you find it? We're looking. We're looking right now. See, there's so many fat okay. people in the Guinness his name, World his name is Robert Earl Hughes. Oh, Hughes. Yes. Hughes. That's right. Robert Earl. He was so fat, I had to bury him in a piano case. <laughs> All right. According to his, he's going to eat that dog. He was like 1,018 pounds, wasn't he? Jesus Christ. He was 1,000 pounds. Yeah, he was. How did these overalls fit him? Hey, uh, 1,041 pounds. I was close. I said 1,018. I wasn't too far off. If, if any people are listening from Canada, that's 472 kilograms. <laughs> and if there's any Brits, it was 74.3 stones. So, you know, I remember that we used to get in trouble because, hey, guys, quiet. I'm doing a podcast. The dogs are in here Jesus, barking. Dogs. Yeah, exactly. So I remember we used to sort of get in trouble because we would, like, disrupt the class by going to all these crazy pictures and we're giggling and laughing. That was kind of like the highlight of my third grade career was the Guinness Book of World Records. All right, listen, we got a ton of things to do here. I thought we were going to do a short podcast this week, and it's not looking that way. So what did the bike shop guy recommend? What are you? And there's a whole bike problem, and I'll address that here in a second. What did the bike shop guy recommend? So he, I don't, I'm trying to look up. He sent me an email with bikes that are custom made <laughs> with bigger tires. So there's a bike. It's like 600 bucks. That can support 575 pounds. I think that's the one I'm going to go with. <laughs> it's, it's, what does it have? Bigger springs or bigger it's, tires? Or? It's got tires like the same size as a Toyota Corolla. You know, it's kind of like a Richard Simmons show episode 
where they have to like cut the side off of a house to get to extract the fat guy that's adhered to his couch. And then they have to have a special ambulance or put him into the back of like a Home Depot rental flatbed truck or or. Uh, like a steps towing truck, and they have to use like a special. <laughs> they have to use like a special gurney to handle the weight. They need the tow trucks because they have the wench, and they can pull the people up. Oh my <laughs> god! What does the seat look like on this on this bicycle? It looks like a bar- it's a Barca lounger. <laughs> I'd have to get an enhanced seat. I'd have to get an enhanced seat. Yeah. Fester, you sitting on the seat that he showed you. I kind of have the image of like a person sitting on like a sunflower seed. Is, is that what it looked like? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I mean, does this does the bicycle have like a food holder or some they, sort of? Okay, the bike didn't come with that, but I did ask about it, and I can get accessory <laughs> cup and snack holders. It comes with a refrigerator <laughs> on board. <laughs> So I asked if I could put a basket on the front for snacks. It's got to like, think about it. MJ, when's the last time you saw a fat guy riding a bike? It's seriously. It's got a fry daddy so you can like fry shrimp on the thing while you're riding your bike. Listen, I'm in for that. If it had an air fryer on it, forget it. Oh, no, that's too healthy an air fryer. You need you need to be able a to fry f- daddy. Oil splash. Oil. I bet you that burn your eyes out. You, you need to, you know, ride that bike and fry and lard, baby. You got to have some real damn lard. Hey, speaking of bikes, though, because of COVID nineteen, uh, the dogs are in the studio. Hey, hey, Gatsby, guys, I'm recording. I'm doing a podcast. Stop barking. Because of COVID nineteen, bike shops have been hit hard. I I heard that because of COVID nineteen and people doing like family outdoor activities, that there was a huge run on bikes in this country, and it's tough to get a bike right now. Is that tr- is that still the case? Yeah, the, the the bicycle shop I went to had the guy even said he has a third of the inventory, and under normal inventory conditions, he might have one bike that would work for me, but he had nothing. He had nothing coming in. But it's 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 manufacturing across the board. I mean, appliances are the same way. I mean, RVs are the same way right now. You know, I went to Dick's. Uh, and you guys know how much I love Dick's Sporting Goods. Big fan. And I went to go buy boxing gloves and. That the that section was right next to bikes, and there wasn't a one bike for sale on any of the racks. They're just all gone. So you're telling me There's that no you're telling me that Dick's had Dick as far as bikes. Yeah. Dick's literally had Dick. <laughs> well, here's why. Here's, here's why, guys, because Dick's has such great pricing. Nobody beats Dick's. <laughs> Jesus, Fester. You might want to rethink bringing Fester on. Though. Oh, jeez. I'm, gonna... I'm okay. Hello, Q105. I, I want to cancel Fester. We... <laughs> I'll, I'll sign this damn thing right now as is. I don't care. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, anything else? I got a couple of stories that I found that I want to do here quickly. Uh, Fester, what about the, the, you were telling me about your wife and she had play date business cards printed? What the hell is that about? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. She made business card size like invitations with my kids' names on them, then her number on them to pass out to other kids so they can get together and play. Because my daughter hasn't seen another kid before school. She go. I send my daughter to school, but she hasn't seen a kid in like seven months. So she has nobody to play with. Well, the dogs are playing with each other right now. They're like, I don't know. What, I think they're arguing over a tennis ball. 
<laughs> Scaff just lunged at, at Gatsby. Do you hear him in the background? Yeah. And I don't know where Michelle is. Michelle's not getting the dogs, but they're going nuts in here. Even during COVID-19, you're handing out Playdate business cards? The kids can go to a park or they can play outside. I mean, we're not trying to confine anybody up in our house or their house or anything like that, but I just never heard of anything. I mean, usually you want to play with another kid, you say, hey, let's go out and play, and they play. But I guess it's not like that anymore. A box comes from Vistaprint, and it's business cards for both of my kids. And what does it say on the card? It says, like, their their name on the front, right? You know, it says, you know, Hadley on the front, and on the back it says, Call my mommy for a play date, and it has my mommy's uh has her my wife's number on it, and we've handed them out to a couple of kids, and a couple of mothers have called. A couple of stories here before we shut things down, and again, the big news: the MJ Morning Show is coming back to FM radio. The MJ Morning Show with me, MJ Froggy, and Fester, and Roxanne Wilder. By the way, Mason is moving to afternoons, so Mason Dixon is going to go to afternoons, and. Mason did afternoons for many, many years on Q105, so it's going to be, you know, MJ in the morning, Mason in the afternoon, Gino in the middays on Q105. So if you're, does anyone tune into a podcast late? I mean, do, I, do I have to mention this again? I'm not sure that's how podcasts work, but why not? No, you know? they're not. I mean, usually you start from the beginning, but I don't know if people like scroll through and maybe someone missed the beginning. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, the MJ Morning Show is back. We tentatively begin, I mean, that's what it's looking like. It's looking like October 5th on Q105. So Monday through Friday, the MJ Morning Show back on FM Radio in Tampa Bay on Q105, 104.7 FM, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, brand new show every day, 6 to 10 a.m., live phone calls, the whole shebang. It's the MJ Morning Show that you remember. We are back, baby. What do you make out of this? Florida bars packed after the state has lifted the COVID-19 restrictions. Do you think and restaurants and, and bars, do you think that we're going to have a massive COVID-19 spike now here in the state of Florida, Fester Froggy? I don't, I don't see how anything good can come with places being packed with people. You know, I'm still trying to practice social distancing. I'm still wearing a mask when I go out. I've been to a couple of restaurants and, you know, and you take your mask off at your table, but I don't think I've sat next to anybody at any of those restaurants. So I I think uh, in in 30 or 60 days, this state will be in a different situation. Yeah. So last Friday, effective immediately, all bars and restaurants could open, uh, I guess, full capacity, reopen effectively immediately. I know that there are many restaurateurs that they're not opening their places to full capacity. They're still remaining at a limited capacity because they feel that a lot of their patrons right now that they'll be uncomfortable going there. So they're better off staying at a reduced capacity. Yeah. But the bars are a little different. Those people pop a couple of back and before you know it, they don't give a crap and the, they're swapping the COVID. Yeah. I don't like it. People, you know, people go to bars to meet and talk and you know, I, I, would... up. <laughs> I mean, it. listen, I haven't been anywhere in what eight months. So I'm about to go a little stir crazy, a little uh, The Shining over here. But if I could do it, you guys can too. So just stay home. And speaking of COVID-19, plastic surgery is on fire. So it's tough to get bicycles. I mean, there's a lot of things that that just got tough. Plastic surgery is going haywire. You want to know why? People are having people can be at home and recover without having people see them. Guess what? That's number one. But also 
people can wear face masks and the plastic surgery can be hidden under the face masks. You're going out and about doing your normal business, whereas maybe if you had a facelift or if you had this nip, this tuck, blah, 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 and you, you go to the supermarket and you don't want your friends to see, oh, yeah, what's that score? But with COVID-19 and the face mask wearing, patients are able to use the COVID-19 masks to hide the plastic surgery that they've done. So a lot of plastic surgeons and plastic surgery clinics are jammed all around the country right now. In fact, hey, Fester, try to dial my brother up quickly. Uh, my brother Drew, let's let's see if we can get him on quickly. Do you have his number? Okay. Yeah, I have it right here. All right, 954. Yeah, I got, I got it. I got it. Oh, you do have it? All right, dial him up. Yeah. Hello. Hey, Drew, your brother Todd slash MJ. Hey, we made the big announcement. The MJ Morning Show is coming back, so everyone's excited about that. Hey, quick question for you. Did we bother you? Did we disturb you, by the way? Or are you okay? Uh, I'm a little busy, actually. Vivi's throwing up, and I have a turn-of-the-century IV apparatus set up because I don't have <laughs> the supplies at home. So I stuck a hypodermic needle in her, and now I'm hand-pushing fluids in so she can rehydrate while you're on the phone with me for your podcast. So, so what the <laughs> hell? What are you, William Wallace? What's happening? Wait, wait. Your fiance Vivi, is throwing up? Yeah, she got some kind of food poisoning, and now I'm trying to hydrate her. Jeez, with, with a God. big with a big pen like MacGyver, what the hell are you doing over there? Just using a regular hypodermic needle. Oh, well, there you go. Hey, uh, hey, quick, quick question. Uh, I saw a story. We were just talking about this. That plastic surgery is going through the roof right now because patients are able to cover like facial plastic surgery with a COVID-19 face mask. So they're able to hide the surgery, whereas before they were worried about people seeing it and noticing it. But now with the COVID-19 deal and mask wearing, people are are like flooding plastic surgery centers. Is that true or false? I don't think they're really too worried about covering their surgery with their mask. I think they're more worried about how to spend their stimulus check. $1,200 at the plastic surgeon's office is not going to get you much, Drew. It'll get you a couple little things. And if you scrape a free few relatives checks together, then you got yourself a, a breast augmentation or something. <laughs> what are you, what are you, a, are you a wise ass over here? This is my brother. Stephen Wright. Hey, Drew, how much is a typical facelift? What is that? By the way, I heard that comment last time about Jeff Spicoli. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Hond. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Hand, <laughs> pizza guy, pizza. All right, Drew, how much is a typical facelift? Uh, just depends on what you're doing. I mean, there's there's a whole array of things, but you know, they start at you know seven thousand dollars for a facelift, seven thousand dollars for a neck lift, right. so maybe fourteen thousand dollars for both to start. What if I have a really ripping turkey waddle going on? How much does that cost to get rid of that? Just depends. Depends on what you what you're gonna do all together. Usually, people don't do a couple of things. They usually do eyes yeah. and brow lift and a bunch of stuff together. So How about you an, get to twenty five, thirty thousand dollars. You ever do like a facelift and an ass lift in the same appointment? <laughs> I try to. Try to avoid cross contaminating those regions. <laughs> oh, Drew, that's brilliant. You call it like the heads and tails. Yeah, it's yeah. the heads yeah, and tails special. It's not, a, it's not a coin flip kind of thing. All right, Drew, get back to your vomiting fiance, and I'll talk to you later. Okay. I'm gonna just get a few more a 
fluids in with a 60 cc IV syringe. Wrong. No, 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 Drew, you're going about it wrong. I saw a video on YouTube once about a Gatorade enema. It goes right into the system. Should be back normal and no. Uh, listen, tell tell Vivi. I yeah, hope that's she... not the that's not the the method that we're going to pursue. I right, Drew, tell Vivi. I hope she gets better. I'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye. Right. Boy, you got all the personality in that family. <laughs> Oh, my brother's pretty funny. You know, I love him. Hey, my brother, Very dry wit. I like hey, it. My brother's a hell of a surgeon. He is phenomenal. Board certified, has done like a couple of hundred missions for Operation Smile and, and similar organizations. He's been to like, I don't know, 48, 50 countries, whatever it was. He's been all over the world uh, operating on kids and, and you know changing their lives when they would have no access to. So my brother's fantastic. He's like a a craniofacial expert and maxiofacial. And I, I mean, just, I've seen some of the work that he's done and uh, he is really a phenomenal surgeon out of, uh, you know, Fort Lauderdale. He's, he's got a surgery center that he has in Fort Lauderdale and he has one in Delray beach and it's called inspire inspire cosmetic surgery. And that's my bro. I, I highly recommend you think he can take care of this skin tag I have working by my armpit? Yeah, I think he can get a look. Oh, that's gross. That's a <laughs> skin tag. God, that's that looks like a, disgusting. Dude, that looks like a peach pit skin tag. <laughs> that's skin luggage you got hanging off there. It's uh, a luggage oh, tag. It's a, it is, no, it's a, it's a it's luggage like carry on. <laughs> it's, a, it's a luggage. Hey, and Fester, on a positive note here, another story. The big-hipped and chunky-thighed live longer than the pot-bellied? Mm-hmm. Now, are, I, I'm, I'm, I'm screwed. You're all around. Yeah, that, that's though. right. You're, pot, you're pot-bellied, too, aren't you? Yeah, I'm skinny-assed. <laughs> but have yeah, you, you, you remember his ass. There's no ass at all. Listen to this. People with chunky thighs or large hips are less likely to die early compared to those with bigger bellies, according to a brand-new study. Published this week in the medical journal BMJ, I think that's the British Medical Journal, it says that the central fatness or fat stored around the abdomen is associated with a higher risk of early death from any cause, regardless of overall body fat, while larger hips and thighs are associated with a lower risk. You know, Fester, you posted that video of you when you were in that commercial, um... What was it, a Ford commercial yeah, or something? Yeah, Ford F-150 commercial back like uh, in the early yeah. 2000s. And you turn around in that commercial and your back tits <laughs> are just like your back boobs are just, I mean, second to none. I am, My weight is like 80% above my waist. It's wow. above your, yeah, it is. You're right. right. Yeah. I'm like a meatball on toothpicks. If I were to guess... Your curb weight in that commercial might have been more than the actual F-150 itself. <laughs> okay, that's not true. But I did exceed the F-150's cargo capacity. <laughs> Special tow kit. <laughs> so, sorry, we can tow a boat. We can tow a boat, but we can't tow fester. All right, guys, I think we're done. Anything else before we get out of here on this uh, very special MJ Morning Show Breaking News Podcast Edition? Anything, guys, where we shut things down? I literally can't believe how different our lives are going to be in a week. Yeah. Uh, I'm so excited. I got to practice getting up early again. Mm, it's going to be a doozy. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you very shortly on Q105. Again, all the information going to be on MJMorningShow.com. That's MJMorningShow.com. 
But once again, the MJ Morning Show, our podcast is going to shift onto the radio every single day in the Tampa Bay market to start. And maybe we'll be back on the air in St. Louis, Jacksonville, and other MJ Morning Show markets. Remember, mjmorningshow.com. That's mjmorningshow.com. Again, all of the podcast episodes at mjmorningshow.com. Even when we shift the mjmorningshow.com website over to the new Q105 Morning Show, we'll probably have some kind of a link where you can click and get to the old podcasts so you can listen to what really got us back on track to getting back on the air five days a week on Terrestrial FM Radio. We'll see you soon on Q105 WRBQ Tampa Bay 104.7 FM. The MJ Morning Show coming back Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. And we are absolutely stoked. Send me mail, mj at mjmorningshow.com. That's going to be the email address, by the way, when we're back on the air. MJ at mjmorningshow.com. The hotline, if you want to leave us a voicemail or a text message, welcome us back. 813-467-6290. That's 813-467-6290. Make sure you give me a follow on Twitter at Todd Schnitt. That's at T-O-D-D-S-C-H-N-I-T-T. And my Instagram is at Certified Todd Schnitt. As far as an episode 44, I'm sure we'll do something. If you're subscribed, it'll show up. Uh, but mjmorningshow.com is probably going to be repurposed as the new morning show website. Folks, we can't wait. We'll see you soon on Q105 in Tampa for the all-new relaunch of the MJ Morning Show. And we'll see you next time. The MJ Morning Show. Radio Influence strives to bring you excellence in podcasting. We work with personalities like TV chef Brian Duffy, radio personalities like Ian Beckles, news and political pundits like independent journalists Frank and Tracy Beans, experts from the sports world like veteran football scout and coach Chris Landry, pro wrestling personality David Penzer, MMA experts Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan, and strength and conditioning coach Jeff Crochelle. If you're looking for food, sports, music, entertainment, politics, no matter the topic, Radio Influence has something for everyone. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.